What the hell were those things, Jake? It doesn't matter. They're gonna find us. And they're gonna wipe us out. What now are you saying? What I'm saying is you got a choice. You can drink your last few hours away on a beach, which, by the way, is not a bad idea. Or you can follow me one last time. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Right? I mean, we're, we're, we're three years off of Iron Man. Four years, three. I can't math. I dare one of my students to call me geriatric millennial, though. That's still... You have Advil, car Advil, purse Advil, home Advil. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Ah, nice. That's good. It was more Sam... Oh, Sam Elliott yeah. there, but yeah. It was kind of Sam Elliott, yeah. but it was my best cowboy impression. No, it was good. I like it. I like it a lot. Thanks. It's very, very sexy. I just need you to get a bigger <laughs> a bigger mustache. Well, I can do that. Yeah? Oh, next time I see you. Nice, big, yeah. bushy mustache. It'll, it'll cover my top lip and everything. I like it. It'll be awkward when I eat food in front of you. <laughs> Actually, but you, you have like, it's like if Sam Elliott and Clancy Brown had a child. Like, that's what you are right now. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I can see that. that'd be a sexy kid right there. This is episode four hundred and six, and tonight we're talking about Cowboys and Aliens, two thousand eleven's Cowboys and Aliens. I am so excited to talk about this, and I'm surprised it's going to happen, but here it is. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is that sexy voice you just heard, Andrew. Paul Dano is so good in this movie that I hate his character so much. Jimison. I yeah, I wish he had more time on screen because I feel like he's a wasted character. But we'll talk about that more later. Um but I do think this sets him up well to be the Riddler in Batman cuz he gets a chance to play a villain here for a little bit. Yeah, for just a little bit. Yeah. I yeah. I again, I still think of Paul Dano, I still think of Swiss Army Man. You know, and his his really good role. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot who was in Swiss Army. Yeah, it wasn't just Daniel Radcliffe in boner jokes. Like somebody had to talk. Yeah, he was driving the the boner jet ski. Yeah, it was. It was uh, (laughs) really an interesting movie. If you haven't got, if you haven't seen Swiss Army Man, highly recommend it. Seriously, it's really interesting. Uh, I don't know why I had to do the the shifter for boner jet ski. Yeah, for shifting the boner. Yeah, that's gross. No, it's just thought about it. Sorry, (laughs) it's fine, Andrew. You're you're fine. and though I haven't heard any laughing yet, I guess either our guest has already quit, which is uh, which is good times. <laughs> no, I'm right here. <laughs> okay, good. I'm just joking. Uh, making her cheap seat reviews debut is MJ. Grumpy old man Harrison Ford is my favorite Harrison Ford from the yes, Spooky Tales podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm MJ. Hi. Thank- yes, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? I am great. How are you guys? Um, fantastic. Yeah. And Andrew's over there uh, with his sexy voice. I mean, seriously, Andrew, like your voice is just, it's just, it's, you know, just getting to me. Yeah. He's going to do a a whiskey commercial soon. Yeah. 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 I feel like we just need to travel back in time so you can do some cigarette commercials. (laughs) That's right. Well, I could. (laughs) 
if I if I had a time machine. Sure. And I smoked cigarettes. Yeah, all of those things. <laughs> it's too bad I don't do either of those things. No. Yeah. Mainly the time machine part. So MJ, welcome. Uh, so MJ, I'm so really uh, very excited to have you on the show. Um, I uh, I think legit I asked you to be on our podcast like a year ago, and you mm-hmm. were such a busy person that it took about a calendar year for you to be able to say yes. So I'm very excited that you're here. Me too. I'm excited. Yeah, I've been wanting to, um, you know, come on the show, but like my schedule is crazy. Like it doesn't seem like it, but it is. I got kids, well, guys. Yeah, being a, being a mom, you know, that that takes up like 95% of your life as it is. So Yeah, like uh, they run my life right now. No, oh, I get it. I get it. I was I was editing clips for this show when my son walks in to tell me that his sister was making noise and keeping him awake. I'm like, "Dude, it's been 7 minutes since we said goodnight. She's not keeping you awake." <laughs> Stop tattling. <sighs> anyway, so MJ, please tell people uh what your show is and uh how they can find it. And uh, then we'll, uh, we'll we'll dive into the show here. Okay. Um, I'm half of a Spooky Tales podcast where we talk about Latin American folklore, legends, myths, sometimes history, and true crime. And you can find us anywhere you stream your podcast. Just search a Spooky Tales with an E in front of Spooky, or you can go to com. And we're literally on all the socials, you guys. TikTok, Instagram, Face. We don't really use Facebook, but we're on there. Um, let me see what else. Twitter. Yeah, uh, Facebook's for old people. Yeah. Spe- speaking of which, I need to check it real quick. No, no their TikTok TikTok channel is actually pretty awesome. I've watched uh, a handful of your videos over there. Your co-host does most of that stuff. And- yeah, she. This is all her. She. Um. I'm like. She's like. You want to do? It? I'm like. You're telling me now. <laughs> I'm. I'm about to help my kid with algebra. <laughs> See you in an hour. Right. Um, but no, she's amazing. She's. Uh, I mean, this is pretty much a spooky tales. It's her baby, and she does everything behind the scenes i'm just like the person that tags along and makes jokes that's my job nice like so you're the andrew of your show yeah (laughs) that sounds about right yeah i like it (laughs) that's a good comparison all right so this movie 2011's cowboys and aliens um i'm just gonna say up front this movie in my experience is a movie that is either Loved or hated. Mm-hmm. I don't know very many people that are just like, that's eh, fine. Either you really like it or you really don't. And I'm really interested to find out, interested to find out where we all fit in that category. I know where MJ fits in this category yes. because she dove on this movie like, uh, I don't know, like something that you would dive on. Um, that was a bad <laughs> analogy. Uh, no, I I liked it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Uh, I, I, I'm usually better at this, but tonight I'm not. It's also a Monday. Let's let's just take a moment and realize we're recording on a Monday, which is weird, because we're also recording Wednesday, because I'm an insane person and booked three episodes this week. So when you hear this episode, please know <laughs> that by the time you hear this, we will have already recorded another episode and we'll be doing prep for the third one, because again, I'm a crazy person. Uh, and I'm going to partially blame MJ, and that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I make people crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not what I meant, but yes. Are are any of these uh, like bonus episodes that will go on our Patreon? Uh, no, but we do have a Patreon. Thank you for mentioning that. We do have a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash cheap seat reviews. We just launched it like five minutes ago. So 
Seriously, go over I there. I would slide that into your DMs. No. So that you can, you can make that announcement. I don't think you know what DMs are, but yeah, thank you. No, I totally, it's bussin', no cap, yo. <laughs> it's still weird hearing Sam Elliott say that. I'm not going to lie. Uh, okay, so, uh, but if by some chance you don't know what Cowboys and Aliens is, and if you can't tell it from the title of the movie, Andrew is here to tell us in his uh, sexy Sam Elliott voice, what is Cowboys and Aliens? A spaceship arrives in Arizona, 1873, to take over Earth. Does it really, though? Sorry. Uh, starting with the Wild West region, a posse of cowboys and natives are all that stand in their way. All right. There we go. Yeah, that's it. That's the movie. Uh, that's mm-hmm. That seems pretty much right. Are they there to take over Earth, though? I just thought I they were. That's true. I think they're there to get the resources, like just get the gold. Uh, yeah, I thought it was always like a, like um, like an Independence Day. They were just there to take the resources and go. But they, she did say, if they come back, like this is a scouting party, and if they come back, there'll have be more of them. They tried and failed. Can't they just take their gold and bounce? Like they got to get as much of it as they can. Though it's be a holes. I do wonder if this movie was trying to set up a sequel because, like, is there? Like, wouldn't the the aliens, like the mothership or whatever, be like, hey, we haven't heard of that group that we sent to that planet in a while. Maybe we should go check on them. It's based on a book, so I don't know if there's a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. I, uh, or maybe I did. I don't know. I did mention this to somebody else I was that we were doing this movie, and they said the new one or the old one. I didn't know there was an old one. Is there an old version of this movie? I thought this was the I only version. I don't think so, because the book, let me see, I'm googling here right now the book was published in oh no it's a graphic novel and it was published in 20 i mean in 20 in 2006 and the movie came out in 2011 so i don't think there's an old one unless they're talking about something else there is something called american cowboy and alien or something like that that's probably what they meant well, I saw that somewhere. That, I don't know what that is. That sounds like, um, oh, what's that house, that pro- production house? Uh, shoot. I can't remember what it's called. There's a production house in California. So when a script gets shopped around, right, it's, that's public knowledge, right? Like these houses get the yeah. script. And so this, this house will say, huh, oh, uh, Paramount or Warner Brothers or whoever just picked this thing up. We'll make uh we'll make our own version of it, and so I think that's what that is. And then they they change the name just a little bit, and they do like a a three million dollar budget of the movie, and it's total trash. But then they throw it into Redbox, and they hope that oh well this is out before Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, so that's the thing. Yeah, like it's kind of like the Target brand and the Walmart brand. Well, sort of. It's more like Wish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Wish. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we, gotcha. my wife and I did this years ago, um, right before the movie Battleship came out. There was a red box back when you had to physically go to a machine and use your credit card and get a disc. And we rented American Warship, which was, you know, the same thing. And their big name for that movie was uh, Carl Weathers, who was just like, he was the defense secretary, but they couldn't afford staff. It was just him yelling at a laptop. In what was clearly a ballroom uh, in a hotel somewhere near Wilmington, North Carolina, because they filmed the whole thing on the USS North Carolina. Hmm. Um, so, 
<laughs> yeah, it was a good time. We're like, we're watching it and I go, that's Wilmington. I could just like Wilmington in the background. And like all of the shots of the boat at sea were shot so that they could shoot around the fact that the boat is in a harbor in a city. And uh, it, it made me laugh. Anyway, not the point. The point is this movie, Cowboys and Aliens. So we'll start off with some five word reviews and Andrew goes first. I have one and it's five words. Nice. This is three weeks in a row now. I'm very impressed. I'm, I'm keeping tally. Um, should have been much better. Okay. And I, and I say that because of the names that are associated with this movie. So we have John Favreau as the director. Right? Yeah. Direct, director have, of such films as Elf and Iron Man. To name a few. Yeah. We have um, Steven Spielberg as a producer, I think. I think I saw that. And then we have uh, Ron Howard is also associated with this. Bobby Cohen. Right. These are some big Hollywood names, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I saw all these names come up on on the uh, title cards, I really expected much better. Nope. Now, I have seen this before, by the way, uh, just once. And I remember liking it, but I saw it back in 2011, like when it came out. And I think maybe I've grown and matured and seen much better movies since then. And it's not what I remember. <laughs> Let's put it that way. All right. So, uh, but having said that, you know, the uh, Daniel Car Craig character, I think he's great in everything that he does. Um, I like him as an actor. Of course, old man Harrison Ford, everybody loves. Um, Olivia Wilde, I think, I don't know. She She was okay. She wasn't great, but she wasn't terrible, if that makes any sense. Um, and that's pretty much all I know. Well, except for Sam Rockwell. Right? Yeah. Uh, Sam Rockwell and Paul Dano. Uh, they, they're characters. They were, of course, character actors in this, both of them kind of. Um, and Sam Rockwell had some great one-liner type jokes that I'm sure you captured and we'll hear those later. Yeah, I got a few. Um, <laughs> but uh, everybody else in the movie, though, Kind of forgettable, to be honest. So, I don't know. You you said you've never heard anybody say this movie is just okay, but I think this movie is just okay. <laughs> I don't think it's terrible, and I don't think it's bad. I mean, I don't think it's great. So, that's where I stand. All right, that's fine. Hey, that's fine. Um, I did see. Uh, I did see someone. Uh, someone commented like. Uh, it was our, it was actually Darren, our guest from a few weeks ago, who basically said that they neither liked it nor hated it. Like they have zero emotion about it at all, which he says, which he thinks is worse than hating it. Uh, which is interesting. <laughs> I feel the same way though. It's an interesting take. Yeah, no, it's, it's just interesting. Um, okay, so we had all so we had all seen this before this viewing. Then I didn't yes. know that. I couldn't remember. I knew. Yeah, I know MJ. You had definitely seen it. I just didn't know if Andrew had. Uh, I saw this in the theaters. So, uh, as soon as I saw director John Favreau, I was like, I'm in, right? I mean, we're, we're, we're three years off of Iron Man, four year, three, I can't math, 2008. Yeah. Three years from Iron Man. 
I was I was into whatever he said. And you're not Andrew when you mentioned some of the people associated with this movie. I mean, with John Favreau, with uh, Robert Orsi and Alex Kurtzman. I mean, these are the guys that would write the Star Trek reboot in '09. Uh-huh. And I mean, yeah. So, yeah. And I forgot to mention uh, the composer, Henry Gregson Williams, yeah. who did Narnia, yeah, Chronicles of Narnia, which is a great score. This one didn't bother me, but it, again, there were kind of like the movie. It wasn't stellar. Yeah, I was going to get to that later, but there were parts of this movie where I was like, "This sounds like Narnia," and then I realized, yeah, yeah it was Harry Gregson Williams. Okay, MJ, here's your moment. <laughs> what is your five-word review? A very funny sci-fi movie. Okay. To me. Yeah. And I'll explain. <laughs> um, I I don't know. It has me like. Uh, I like the whole sci-fi thing, but there's few moments that have me cackling because it reminds me of other stuff. And I don't know if it's just me, but also, um, especially that moment where, uh, the alien opens up its chest and it's touching the kid's face. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's a, um, take my strong hand. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> From laughing. scary movie. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and I was like, they're definitely making references here, and I was like, I, I cackle every time in that scene. I was like, that's definitely a chicken hand <laughs> reference. I don't care what anyone says. And yeah, I, yeah, go go go. Movies? No, I was just going to say movies that have. I think ever since Independence Day, mm-hmm. we've had movies with <clears throat> aliens that are like in an exoskeleton mm-hmm. that the it opens up and there's a little alien inside mm-hmm. and they even, I guess they kind of make fun of it in men in black mm-hmm. yeah, where the, the guy, his head opens up and there's this tiny little alien sitting inside driving him with controls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay. So my five word review is I have two of them and here we go. So they're both kind of actually the same thing, which is, I guess not really fair, but whatever. So my first one is, this is bad grammar, but I had to make it five words. Uh, get what you pay for. So again, bad, bad grammar. I apologize. And also exactly what you are expecting. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I saw this in the theater and I had such a good time with this because mm-hmm. I knew going into this movie what it was. It was cowboys shooting aliens. I'm all for it. This is literally two of my top three genres. The only way you could have made this better is if somehow they were on a naval ship. Because I love, <laughs> I love naval movies. Think I don't okay, I would yeah. totally watch that. Right, like exactly. somebody make it happen. Yeah, if they did <laughs> a sec, this NATO in there. Yeah, I just I love those kind of movies. So like this is two of my favorite genres of all time is sci-fi and westerns. I love them both and for kind of the same reasons. So So with this movie, I I had such a good time with it. I was watching it again today. I took a sick day from work today. No one really cares, but I did. Uh just wasn't feeling it. But I was like, you know what? I'll watch this movie. It'll make me feel better. And it did. This movie gets me in a good mood. It I did laugh at some of the at some of the jokes and mm-hmm. like you look at this cast, it is such a good cast. I mean, there are guys playing really small bit parts in this movie 
that are really, really good characters uh, and actors. Um, obviously, Daniel Craig is our lead, and he's, you know, he as yeah. a British dude, he plays a good, you know, American-accented uh, cowboy. Though my wife was, she got annoyed because his hat, she kept saying his hat was too low on his head like it didn't fit very well she's like you can i thought it was too tight yeah she's like you can see his noggin through his hat it bothered my wife i think it was too small for his head yeah i think you're right uh but yeah slam rockwell is in this we mentioned also olivia wilde um you know this is a movie that's just a bunch of dudes right i was gonna make the joke mj uh, your middle name was gonna be mj like this movie is the only female here but (laughs) Because uh, there's only, but there is a, you know, uh, um, what's his name? I just said his name. Sam Rockwell's wife is in the movie and she does have mm-hmm. lines. So at least mm-hmm. there's, there's two women in this world. Who's his wife? Uh, oh, I can't. Oh, not his wife in real life. No, 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 no. His characters. Okay. Sorry. Uh, you confused me. You said Sam Rockwell's wife and I was like, wait, he has a wife and, and who did she play in this movie? No, yeah. No, sorry. his I'm the, the character his, wife. His wife in the movie. Maria. Yeah. So she. Yeah. Again, this is a bunch of dudes and uh, two women, uh, and uh, yep. and one of the women is not to be seen. But this is a time right where like because I was as I was watching this, I was like, hey, it's Olivia Wilde, and I remembered she was a like everywhere from like 2009 until like 2013, and then she's just she still works and she's doing good stuff. Just haven't seen her much. She started with, I think, where she came onto the scene was uh, Grey's Anatomy, right? House. House, that's right. I knew it was a medical show. Yeah. Like, but she uh, she starts on the OC, right? I'm not wrong there. She was like on the OC and then House. And then it was like, she's in Tron and this and something else and something else, drinking buddies that we did. She was in Tron. Yeah. And then she's just doing her own thing. So, anyway, um, so I, I guess, and, um, and Walton Goggins, I mean, gosh, Walton Goggins, he plays such a small role, but he's so good. He's just so good in this thing. I, I like him in all things. He's such a weird dude, but he should be in all things. What's the, uh, maybe it's David O'Hara that I'm thinking about, the guy who, yeah, 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 who is Scottish. And I couldn't tell in this movie if he was trying to use a, a you know, Western Southern American accent and just not doing that great. Yeah. Or if he was supposed to have some of that Scottish in influence, you know what I, I'm saying? I think this has to do, because if they did mention that it was after the Mexican-American War, right? I feel mm-hmm. like they did. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> history lesson, guys. Um, uh, during the Mexican-American War, there was a huge uh, uh, immigration from European countries, um, especially from... Uh, the UK because Protestants were not very nice to Catholics. So um, many mm-hmm. of them immigrated to the United States and joined the US Army in the fight um, against Mexico during the Mexican Revolution. And a few of them did, um, uh, what is it called? Um, they did leave the army to fight for Mexico. They were called Los San Patricios, but I don't, I don't think they're even mentioning that. But there was a lot of Scottish, Irish, and a lot of people from Europe at that time signing up for the um, uh, American Army. Oh, okay. So I think, I think it's a cool. little bit of a hint to um, that uh, immigration that was going on at the time. All right, gotcha. Well, uh, <clears throat> just to add a little context there, um, which, uh, by the way. 
Uh, I'm so glad that you brought up the, the Mexican-American uh, War. I did not learn about the Mexican-American War until I read about it in a novel in college. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same, same. Like, it's uh, <laughs> We did a whole episode um, on a Spooky Tales mm-hmm. on the... Um, uh, for St. Patrick's Day, because there are uh, there is a um, and uh, a group of uh, Irish soldiers that deserted the American army to fight for Mexico, and they were called Los San Patricios or the the St. Patrick's Battalion. And huh. um, what a lot of people don't know is that they um, left the United States because they saw that they wanted to continue slavery, and uh, many Irish were like wait, we live this. We're not having other people live this too. So they were like, F you guys and F your slavery. We're going to fight for freedom. It was was a whole thing. (laughs) Right. Um, Which I didn't even learn until a few years ago. Yeah. I I mean, I didn't know that story particularly, which is really fascinating. I'd I'd be interested to to learn more about that. But yeah, I... Yeah, me too. So there's a... We're going to go into a history lesson, ladies and gentlemen. Just hang tight, okay? So there's a novel... Uh, there's a book, a movie based on a novel called The Killer Angels, and the movie is called Gettysburg. A uh, very famous movie came out in the late, early 90s, starring Jeff Daniels and uh, Charlie Sheen's dad. <laughs> I can't think of his name. Um, anyway, great movie, really long movie about Gettysburg. But the author uh, passed away, and his son continued writing novels, uh, Jeff Chara, uh, S H A A R A. And he would write Gods and Generals, which they also made a movie of. And then he also did a kind of a – it's a trilogy, the, the Civil War trilogy. And so he also wrote uh, a, a novel on the Mexican-American War, which, again, I didn't know was even a thing. And the story primarily follows uh, – the general. Oh, I guess he wouldn't be General Lee. He would have been uh, Captain Lee at the time. Uh, and that's where he got a lot of his experience was in the Mexican-American war uh with uh um during the invasion i mean we invaded mexico over mm-hmm. land and a lot of people don't know that we invaded the co- a country because when we had the battle of the of the alamo right and um uh, santa Ana uh had uh i know i said that like a, such a redneck i'm sorry um but when he negotiated his release you know we went we said hey texas goes all the way to the rio grande then the government of Mexico said, hey, we don't acknowledge that because he doesn't speak for us. Then the United States was like, well, wait a minute. We said that that was how it was going to be. And Napoleon, who was hiding in Cuba, said, hey, tell you what, you stick me back in charge, I'll uh, I'll honor the agreement. So they stick him back in charge. He takes the government back over and then says, yeah, never mind, I changed my mind. So we said, well, then we'll just invade your country. And so we invaded Mexico over about 100 miles worth of land. Yeah, uh, it's the way it was back then. But so in this movie, this movie does make a reference to the war, but uh, they're they're talking about the Civil War, which would have ended about ten years, nine years before this movie or the, this movie takes place. So anyway, little yeah. historical stuff. I think they yeah, mentioned well, that and the Mexican American War. Yeah, I think they mentioned the Mexican American yeah. War because um, oh my God, what's his character? I can't remember. Um, oh yeah, Adam Beach's character. Um, uh, Adam Beach, Nat, Colorado. Yeah. Um, right? He says, oh, he took me in when when 
after the Mexican-American War or something like that. Yeah, Harrison Ford's character, yeah. <clears throat> because the Mexican-American War was the precursor to the Civil War, and a yeah. lot of the stuff that happened during the American Mexican-American War were, like, stuff that were was going to be, you know, fought over during the Civil War. So yeah. it was like something was brewing, and the Mexican-American War was just, like, the first symptom. And then... And out, you know, the Civil War happened a few years later. But it's all, like, connected. <laughs> I mean, socially-wise, it's, it's all... It really is. And, the same thing. and, yeah, politically speaking, you're right. There, there's a lot of connective tissue there. It's it's really interesting how that all turned out. I, I read a bunch of books on that time period and, and whatnot. And it was a really interesting, interesting thing. Anyway, uh, if you're if you like history, you enjoyed that segment. If you don't... Sorry. <laughs> uh, so this movie. Uh, okay. So MJ, I need you to just lay it out. Why do you love this movie so much? Because you said it. Like, you love this movie. So like, let's I let's do. hear it. It, ma- it. It makes me laugh, and I love um, anything having to do with aliens, like the fringe, the paranormal. That's my jam. And um, it's like one of those movies that you don't go in for like high expectations. You're not there like, oh, let's see if it's Oscar worthy. Let's see if it's this. It's just, right. it's kind of like um, I like watching like movies like um, like I mentioned earlier, like Sharknado. Like they're ridiculous. Yeah. But they're so fun to watch. And they're not like going to get an Oscar, but they're fun to watch. They, I don't know. They're like, they're fun. Are you going to go see Nope? <laughs> I already saw it. It was amazing. Oh, you did! Oh, so good! Oh, cool! I, I kind of I, I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet, so. Um. Yeah. I, well, it looks interesting. It's it's not what you think it is. Like you know, when you go in, yeah. you're like, this is what this is what it is. And then there's a plot twist. But for me, what got me really bad was the subplot. And um, the thing with uh with this movie is that they use sounds, and. The sounds mm-hmm. stay stuck in your head. And and I guess I don't want, like, I, I'm not going to give it away, so I'm just going to say sounds. Because if I get any more detailed than that, it's going to be, um, it's going to give it away. But um, there's this one scene in the subplot. And anyone who's watched it so far can say that this one particular scene, when it happens, not only is the sound so terrible and gruesome, but there's a mm-hmm. moment of, uh, you know, calmness afterwards and your stomach literally sinks. And I, I've been reading the review over and over again that it, everybody who's watched this movie during the subplot, like that, the, the, you know, the word, like, I guess you, you find out everything. Everybody has the mm-hmm. same reaction. It's just. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see it. I think it'll be great. All right. Um, yeah, I think I even mentioned to you in bed that we said, so, oh, feel free to talk about it a little bit on the show tonight. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't seen it. Honestly, I haven't seen any of his movies. I just haven't. Like, I want to see Get Out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and mainly because of an interview I heard with um, Bradley Whitford, mm-hmm. who plays the the crazy dad in that movie. And... I guess is it what's the uh, statute of limitations on spoilers for that movie? I guess it's been old. It's been a while, but mm-hmm. um, on Get Out, yeah, I get on Get Out. Like I've I've not yeah, I've enough. not seen it still. But Bradley Whitford was in an interview, and um, 
because I'm obsessed with the TV show, uh, the West wing. And he was talking about, he's like, yeah, basically Jordan Peele wrote that scene. He wrote that part for me. Cause he told me he wanted me to eat, uh, someone's brain. Like he literally wanted me to, you know, to eat someone's brain. And I was like, Ooh, that happened in that movie. I need to watch it now. So I just haven't yet. Uh, I don't watch a lot of stuff that's not for the podcast. I'm just going to be honest. So if, if it's ever streaming, maybe we'll do it for the show. I just I just don't have a lot of time to watch anything, especially, yeah, you know, like I mentioned, okay. like I mentioned, it's we're so doing good. three movies this week. I'm a crazy person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anything else we want to talk about? We I feel like we haven't really talked much about the details of the movie. Um, uh, I, I yeah, sorry. No, I was just going to say a, a few of my notes. I, again, I didn't take a lot of notes, mainly because I've seen this movie four or five times, and I like it. I just there's not a lot for me to talk about. I really like Daniel Craig's character. I like that he's just kind of awesome at everything. He can get mm-hmm. out of any situation. I mean, he beat up like five sheriffs or deputies, had the sheriff to his you know, you know, gun to his face, and then it took Olivia Wilde coming in and you know, cold cocking him upside the noggin with a with a pistol to take him out. And I, I don't know. I like the idea that he's got this gun thing on his hand that that shoots the it's powerful enough to to injure the aliens. I I don't know. I like I like some of the tropes this movie offers. Yes, Paul Dano is a trope. He's a trope where the rich, yeah. powerful dude has a sniveling shit of a son. And we've seen that in so many movies, and I think Paul Dano does it great. I think he does it one of the best in this movie. I mean, he shoots a guy in the shoulder, and he blames the guy. (laughs) He just jumped out in front. Where did he come from? from? He's like, dumbass. Oh, my gosh. He's great. Um, Uh, Going back. Sorry. Going back. I just thought of the the wrist gun thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have an issue. When they're fighting the aliens at the end, you know, you got your uh, uh, Native American tribe, you've got your cowboys, um, and then you've got the gang of, well, the two gangs, I guess, of cowboys. Uh, They know that these weapons do damage and can kill these aliens really easily and can shoot their planes down. Why not take them after they kill these aliens and try to use them themselves? That's what, that I mean, was my complaint time, too. <laughs> yeah, the whole time they're like shooting darts into them. Basically, they're like, you know, blow blow guns. <laughs> Might as well be, or you know, they're spearing them and nothing's happening. So I, I don't know. I that, assumed. To me, was I assumed they couldn't get them off of them. That's what my assumption was. That. When the, they just, I mean, maybe so. They couldn't get them off. I don't know. Like I fill in the gaps in my own head when there's like a, well, like a, you know, something missing. I'm like, maybe they couldn't just get them off. I don't know. From from what I remember, the final the final battle, most of that was just melee, right? They just ran out there and were just biting them and stabbing them with their big sharp claws. I don't like the only dudes with guns. They were like carrying them. And you're yeah. right. You're not wrong to say that, you know, like you and I would probably go, hey, let's go see if we could shoot that thing. But that thing was probably too big for a human to carry. I don't know. But like no one, I didn't see any other aliens with the wrist gun that, that Daniel Craig had. A couple of Did them. Did they? I, yeah, a couple of them. Yeah. Just, I don't remember seeing that. I just, most of them were just stabby, stab, <clears throat> stabby, stabby. I will say that I, I noticed this time, and maybe again, I just, maybe I missed it. 
but it it felt like none of the natives were killed by the aliens only the the cowboys is that yeah. am I, did i miss that or or am I, like no i th- i think you're right i don't remember seeing any i guess technically adam beach was killed but i guess he's not native he's well yeah because he's mexican in the char- his character is mexican i think okay um i did write this so uh, these aliens are kind of an ex machina in the movie, right? So it feels like, uh-huh. you know, whenever there's a tension and the, the, you know, the, the, the heroes are outnumbered by other humans, then the aliens come in and then even the playing field, you know, like Daniel Craig's about to go to it. It, it almost feels like a video game. It kind of does. You know, it's like, yeah, like you, you you beat this number of bad guys yeah. and then, more Here comes account. the sub boss, which is the alien. Like it right. does feel like that, you know. Like yeah. Daniel Craig's been captured; he's about to go away, and then Harrison Ford comes in with his gang, and there's tension. And ooh, is there going to be a shootout between Harrison Ford's gang and the sheriff deputies over his son and Daniel Craig? And then the aliens come and change everything, right? And then they get to uh, the place, and then they're surrounded by. Uh, they get captured by uh, Daniel Craig's old posse. And then the aliens come and, and take some of them out or something. And then, right, that, that happens. And then and then the natives come. And the American native, right, they get captured by that. No, they, they team up afterwards. Anyway, it just kind of felt like the, the, the aliens were always there to keep things uh, on an even playing field. I guess really the only time there was an alien attack was, was when they were in the upside-down boat, which they don't explain. Like, did the aliens drop it there? Yeah. It- well, I was just getting ready to say there's no – that was one of my notes. There's no payoff to that. Yeah. And I mentioned to you when we watched – or when we were talking about watching this movie that there is an extended version. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if in the extended version there is some sort of you know conversation about how that got there. Because I think they even make mention that it's so It's like many 500 miles away, miles from, the away from the nearest river yeah. that could hold it. Yeah. Yeah. So – there is no payoff to that, and it is just kind of random. Which another thing about this upside down boat that kind of pissed me off. They're teaching uh, Doc how to shoot, right? Yeah. And and he shoots and misses the bottles, and he hits a picture frame on the wall, and it falls off the wall. How are these pictures staying on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> if the boat's upside, because if the boat is right side up, like that the is pictures true. would have fallen off the wall. I don't know. That just—that's something else that bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another thing that it didn't annoy me, but it, it really tracked with me. So you guys remember back in the aughts and and the early you know teens, where it was very cool to put the camera attached to the actor. So when they're walking, you know, the camera's moving with the actor, and the world is kind of moving behind them. They they did this with mm-hmm. Daniel Craig when he was leaving the. The when he was having his memory, he's leaving, and I, I saw that and I thought I remember when they did that all the time. I'm kind of glad we don't do that anymore, like not a lot. Like it feels like, yeah. I mean, I know um, Ed, not Edgar Wright, um, Rath, Guy Ritchie does it in some of his movies, mm-hmm. but it's it's different enough that it's not the exact same thing. But like this thing, it feels like all of the action movies from this time period did it. So. You know what it feels like? It feels like those videos you see of, you know, these kids out with GoPros attached to their 
bodies yeah. while they're jumping off stuff and and GoPros like facing back yeah. at them. That's what it feels like. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, uh that's kind of it. Oh, and also that dynamite fuse had a that was a long ass fuse for them to throw it into the little docking bay area and then for them to climb all the way back down and then get away before it exploded. I mean, mm-hmm. I know Daniel Craig is a is a in shape man, but that would have taken like an hour for me to climb back down. Uh, but I'm also not an in shape dude. Uh, anything else before we? Uh, oh, sorry. Last note. Last note. Uh, this movie, this is my note, legit. This movie proves the theory that God gave us only enough blood to use either the brain or the penis, but not both. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it happen with so many men. Anyways. <laughs> well, my yeah. other no, my one of <laughs> one of my uh notes was Olivia's character is creepy and I will die on that hill cuz she, she was like stalkerish. Yeah. I was like, "Ma'am." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, she's stalking me. I'm in love." And I'm like, "You got issues." <laughs> I'd be like restraining order. <laughs> um and then uh, I was laughing because I was like Olivia Wilde pulled a Jon Snow and a Daenerys. <laughs> and if you've seen uh, Game of Thrones, uh, you know which scene I'm talking about with Daenerys. When she oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I did think, though, that however, the aliens coming through the tunnel was like maybe an homage to one of the uh, alien movies. Um, I can't remember which one, but I know like when you see them coming through the tunnel, they're all like all over, all over and running towards... Uh, I don't know, towards, I guess, the characters. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that reminds me of that. Right, yeah. Yeah. And and he just, you know, marks these things as they're coming down the hall. I mean, I feel like after the first two guys get shot, I think the rest of them would say, well, maybe we shouldn't go this way. But these aliens, for the ability to have space travel, are kind of dumb. Oh, they are, and they're unsanitary. They are very unsanitary. You're right. (laughs) Speaking of... They're so unsanitary that when the boy stabs the guy with the alien, it, you know, with his knife yeah. and he falls over, I don't know if you caught it, but as soon as the alien falls over, there's flies all over him. <laughs> really? Like you can hear the flies buzzing. You can see him on screen. It's immediate. There's flies. So they must have stunk something. That's, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, they're really unsanitary because I was watching them like perform all this stuff. I'm like, they're not even wearing gloves. How yeah. dare they? <laughs> like they're like killing people and my like issue is like oh they're not even wearing gloves so yeah, put, or a mask How yeah put they? on a mask come on jeez creature <laughs> put on a mask <laughs> um and then another note was like the beginning of the movie with uh the cows and i was like he got the crap scared out of him literally <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you know you yeah know. <laughs> that guy's down by the river and he's about to take a poo and he's just <laughs> was like, well at least he was in the river though yeah it's <laughs> like, true you know, just like washed away <laughs> well i mean I, I would say like it it's it saved him right like, yeah, like gonna go him. going to the bathroom mm-hmm. saved him but then he his end is pretty it's still pretty gnarly getting trapped to a horse and then i mean that as far as we know that horse is still running so that, that, that yeah, we he's yeah. our hopping man. Yeah, right? we never see. Yeah, anything. he's our hopping man. He's just still going. If you've listened to a long time, you'll know. Speaking of listening to a long time, I have to give a shout out to our listener. Uh, I mentioned it last week, but we have a listener 
who decided that she wants to go back and listen to all of our episodes. And so I was like, Hey, I mentioned to her, I was like, Hey, um, I really appreciate her name's Denise, uh, by the way, uh, at, uh, N I S E Y 72 on Twitter. I just, I guess I just doxed her, but that's fine. Um, but she, uh, I was like, are you, are you listening to any of the new ones? Cause I just gave you a shout out. And she goes, no, I'm only listening to the old ones. Like I, she's like, it's the part of my brain where I have to start. I'm like, 400 episodes is a long time, she says. Oh, my goodness. I, I kind of want updates. Yeah, well, so. Like, I want to know where she's uh, on a regular basis. I need her to check in. Well, she us. messaged me the other day, and she just finished the um, the Fifth Element episode and said that she really liked that okay. we did it live, like a watch-along, and yeah. asked if we were going to do more of those. And I said, we do more of them, but we don't do them a lot because not a lot of people – have the time to sit and watch a two-hour movie and listen to a podcast. Uh, and she said, well, I do, and I enjoyed it, So, which is great. Yeah. I mean, that's why well, we do them. But Now, if you remember, though, with that episode, we the volume was high enough. You could actually hear the movie in the background, so you could like kind of sync it yeah. up and watch it at the same which time. That's why I got kicked so, off YouTube, yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that was before we knew better. Yes, yeah, it was before. Yeah, we've done that a but handful. Thanks, Denise, for... For hanging in there, yeah, I, I'm, and, and I know you won't hear this for, for a, a while, long but, time, <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, God, four hundred. I mean, that's the math is easy. That's, it's it's effectively eight hundred hours of listening. Maybe a little oh my less. Goodness, than, that's dedication. I guess it's less than that. Maybe we'll say six hundred and fifty hours because usually they're about an hour and a half long. So we have six hundred and fifty hours of of listening. Like that's insane. I. I haven't even listened to that many episodes of ours. I'm just, I haven't. I have. no, you haven't. <laughs> no, I really have. I listen to all of our. Oh, episodes. you're better than I am. I'm narcissistic. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you're, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you're going to love this episode because of your Sam Elliott voice. Any other uh, nice. things before I play a few clips? Um, let me see. I do like the claw. Um, scene and if you know like I, I messaged you a meme on Instagram <laughs> and I was like the claw I was like whoever watched Toy Story knows what I'm talking about <laughs> I, did, I didn't think about that until just now that's yeah. great and I was like I was laughing I was like I um because I sent you the whole thing what, what was what is uh, the little aliens and uh, what's it called I said farewell my oh here it is farewell farewell my friends i go on to a better place yeah <laughs> and i was like the entire time that scene happened i was like i wonder if they're saying the same thing i'm just kidding they weren't but you know. <laughs> no they were saying ah! <laughs> yeah that's what they were saying <laughs> but they it were... was like it was definitely like the claw like i'm like that's a the claw, claw machine claw <laughs> they're like yeah. grabbing people with this uh speaking of uh going to a better place the scene where he's like remembering he's getting his memory back and he's remembering his wife and he, she's laying in the field and then all of a sudden her body is like getting yanked and he wakes up from that memory in another memory which is her laying next to him while he's while she's getting her body dissected or whatever mm-hmm. that was a little gruesome yeah. And oh yeah that was a little bit Ooh. like gets yeah dusted yeah, she has. She gets and it wasn't. It wasn't so snapped. much the dusting. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't for me. It wasn't so much the like turning her to ash or anything. It was the, the jerking, the body being the jerked and yanked, yeah. and then 
and then the sound of the of the organs being taken out or whatever. Yeah, it was it was a little bit gross. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, yeah that's gnarly. It it does strike. I mean, I know it's an alien in you know movie where they have to to take people, but it it feels like after about the fourth one of us that they've taken, they should know our our weaknesses pretty quickly. Like it feels like yeah. they took a lot of us unnecessarily. Other than maybe they're just dicks and they just want to hurt people. You know, I just well, you know, have have you ever t- taken yourself and like put put yourself in an alien's place? Let's say that we have the technology to go to another planet. Would you or I be like, all right, we need to capture some of these beings on this planet and dissect them? I I, I just don't think we would do that. No. You, you and I, mean? I would not, but I also don't have no. uh, any. I mean, you can put it into our into our world now. You know, uh, a group of people find a new continent and then they have to kill everything they can find. Yeah, but I, yeah, and I get that, and that's been yeah. done. I mean, history has shown us that's been done. But do they? I mean, and maybe they did. Maybe they the first time a, a person saw a Native American when they came to the Americas an indigenous person, maybe they did dissect them to find out if their organs were the same yeah. as ours, or, you know, not ours, but white yeah. Europeans, yeah, yeah. white Europeans. Maybe they did. I don't know. But I just, I've thought about that before. Like if I were on a spaceship and I were a part of a team tasked to go to another planet, I just couldn't. Yeah. It, it, it is interesting. It's a fun kind of thought, you know, the concept to, to do it's like yeah if we did would we be like in avatar where you know where we go there and we try to befriend the the blue giants but ultimately we attack them i don't know it i yeah, we would be yeah i one thousand percent know we would be yeah you're right yeah i mean it's still happening today yeah it is yeah you're right it just we would because we have like this delusion uh, delusions aren't right right we have this um we want it to be like star trek where it's like, we hey, do. we go to a place. Hey, welcome to the Federation. We're all nice people. Clearly, you're nice. We all speak English, which is super. Um, let's all be groovy and hang out and drink and have sex with each other. Like, that, does that sound great? Awesome. And share, and we'll our share our knowledge. Like, that sounds awesome. I just, I think, I think it's going to be more like Avatar and less like Star Trek. It's just uh, unfortunate. If, if, yeah, I think it will right. be because I mean, human behavior. And Indiv- yeah, people as in, like individuals are fine, but it's like when we get that like tribalism mentality, or especially when it comes to resources, that it becomes a problem. Yeah, I I blame Ron DeSantis. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All I right. Blame everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I do blame everybody. <laughs> no, as, as you should. As you should. Everyone. Uh, especially Twitter right now. Um, basically, all men on Twitter are awful. That's right. I said it. Uh, as a dude on Twitter, I can say that. All right, time to play some clips. Uh, these are some good ones. I will admit, I like these clips. And I just realized they're all kind of lengthy. I apologize. Anyway, this one is called Shot. I already forgot. Oh, yes, thank you. I already forgot. See, that's why I didn't say long, is I was trying to avoid the joke. But apparently... Well, that's what people with a small vocabulary would say. So. <laughs> Clearly, I don't. <laughs> Uh, here we go. This is called Shot. Only two kinds of men get shot. Criminals and victims. Well, which one are you? I don't know. 
You got a name, friend? I don't know that either. Well, just what do you know? English. I like that. And for those of you who are listening at home and you're confused, no, that wasn't Andrew. That was Clancy Brown. <laughs> you know what that scene reminded me of? That? I don't know if you've seen it, but there's an episode of The Office where Michael Scott meets the new owner of the company, and she's from Tallahassee, Florida. And he says, where I'm from, there's two kind of folk. Uh, and then he says, which kind ain't you ain't? And it just reminded me of that. I don't know I've why. not seen that. I've not seen The Office. So there you go. I know. I get made fun of cultured. all the time. You're not cultured. Uh, I know. I get. See, the problem is this. Uh, my friends, uh, Billy, our good friend Billy, and Catherine, who is responsible for. Uh, right. So Billy and his wife, Catherine, they love The Office. And so the last time we saw them, they're like, you haven't seen The Office? And so they made us watch that first season. And I was like, this is not fun. And they're like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have made you watch the first season. Like, I know we, the first season's not. I know bad. it's it's British humor, and <laughs> I get that. But like, right. I think they broke me by making me watch that one first instead of making me watch starting at season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Harrison Ford saying one of my favorite lines of the whole movie. You've been drinking, ain't you? I can smell it on you. I've been drinking. Uh, it's a relative to drink it. What kind of a man? Blowing up other people's cows and tells a bullshit story like this. You couldn't do no better. You couldn't believe it. There's white lines. <laughs> I love it. What kind of a man goes around and blowing up other people's cows? Like, I just love that line. I just love it. Uh, it's great. The other guy sounds like everybody I know from Burnsville, North Carolina. Like up in the sky. Yeah. I wasn't yeah, drinking yeah, it with some other two. Like distant cousins. <laughs> I have relatives. I would know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I don't know where all I know is like these are southern accents. Where they're from, I don't know. I have a Valley Girl accent. <laughs> no, I, it's funny. You, you say that and now I kind of go, oh, I guess she kind of does. I hadn't picked up on it. I mean, Andrew and I are, Andrew <laughs> and I are both from North Carolina. So we uh, we are both aware that we do have a southern <laughs> accent, though it's not southern southern Probably. accent but it's you know we know it's there it's fine uh <laughs> i i have been though i have had people ask me where i was from which was really interesting uh years ago i was working with the company uh all three of them were dudes from ohio and they're like where are you from and i said where do you think i'm from and they said well you're by the way you talk i would say like pennsylvania or you know, like Southern Ohio. I said, really? I said, I'm born here. And they go, well, you don't. You do kind of give off a Pennsylvania And touch. they said, well, you don't sound like, <laughs> yeah, right? Do I come across as Amish? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, I was born here. And they, they said, well, you don't sound like it. And I said, well, okay. My gra- I've always taken that as I do too, because I, I do you too. Know. When people say you sound Southern, that usually means you sound slow. It's just going to be honest. That's yeah. what it kind of means. It's true. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, it's, we, we, again, we're from here. We can say it, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, I try to control my accent because it gets really bad, you guys. Like, we, What do you mean? It gets bad. Like, uh, oh, my God, there I am doing it. I say like every other sentence, and it gets Kardashian-y. <laughs> well, 
So I have uh-huh. my little, um, what, what I call my professional voice. It's not professional, you guys. It's professional in my head. Okay, It makes sense in my sure. head. But like I tone down the accent. I'm like, oh, they're going to be like, um, what, what is it called? The, I don't do the, the vocal frying, though. Oh. I, at least I don't think I do. And if I do, I do it subconscious well if i'll just be real honest with you mj when i listened to your show a while ago if i had picked up on any vocal fry i would not have asked you to be on the podcast i'll just be be real honest um <clears throat> i do say like oh well lot, though, that's a product of uh though i am uh, a decade older than you that is a little bit of a product of our generation uh, of, of saying that i mean i am technically a millennial, though they use the term now, Andrew, geriatric millennial. That's a phrase now. Is that yeah, for real? Wait, really? Yeah, I've heard. I've, I've heard of older elder millennials. Or older I've heard elder and geriatric millennials. Basically, people like us that we remember life before the internet. Uh, I am offended by this <laughs> statement, and I swear to God, if I hear somebody call me that, I will fuck. Them I, up. I have been. Uh, <laughs> As you should, because what the fuck? Yeah, I, I have been told that to my face. Oh, you're a you're a a, a geriatric millennial, and I'm like, what? So yeah, geriatric. <laughs> like I'm Kiss like I'm forty. <laughs> like I'm I, I mean I know I feel old and I say old things, but come on, and they're like, oh yeah, you're a geriatric millennial. You remember uh, AOL, not, don't you? I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm not wearing depends yeah. and like. Using a walker to get, but it's because our generation, uh, basically, you know, people born from like eighty to like eighty five, we're in this because we're not Generation X and we're not really millennials. You know, I mean, like, like MJ, you, at, I mean, you probably had a cell phone in high school, right? Or yes, see, like, (laughs) like to me, like I had a cell phone in high school. It lived in the truck, which was unlocked because it was a thing that you used when you got a flat tire. It wasn't a communication device. I wasn't, I was in my, I don't know, whatever I was in 20, uh, it was, an it was, an, it was, it was an emergency device. The first, te- cause you had to pay for every phone call. Yeah, you made, dude. And it was like, I mean, we still had to do crazy. that here to like, in, in my gener, like, I guess high school year too. But like, I remember at that time when I was in high school, they started unrolling the, um, Unlimited plans. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I was dating my wife and I was, li- um, well, we weren't dating my wife. When I was dating my before soon to be wife, I-, I said that way wrong, but it doesn't matter. But like, I was living in a different city. So she was still in college and I was living in Wilmington, uh, doing my internship. So we were six hours apart. I would wait until 9 p.m. to call her because after nine is when calling was free like <laughs> that i remember that that's that was the vaguely. way to do it yeah that was like my freshman year by senior year everything was unlimited yeah, it's... <laughs> um because i like, dare one of my students to call me geriatric <laughs> that's still oh my failed so, but I, you got the i got this right i don't care f minus zero nothing i'm not mm-hmm. giving you one percent no um that's what'll happen my uh quote unquote generation is like the MySpace generation because when I was in high school is when social media started yeah. popping up. And that was just a, a senior year. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't as common senior yeah. year. But like as soon as I graduated, I think 2010 is when MySpace really blew up. Like it was big senior, junior year, but it wasn't as big as it was in 
2010, 2000. Right. Well, like, so like Zuckerberg and I are pretty close to the same age. He's like a year older than me. So like when he, when Facebook was rolling out, I was in college, but it wasn't mm-hmm. the Facebook, right. And you had to have a college email address and it hadn't hit app mm-hmm. yet until after I left. So when I, so when my then girlfriend, now wife said, you need to sign up for Facebook. I said, don't I have to have a college ID? She said, they just opened it to anyone. Like it was that within yeah. the month of that. Um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, I mean, literally <laughs> I, when I was talking to, to Sarah, my wife, the, the, the first thing I asked for was not her phone number. It was her AOL instant messenger ID. What's your aim ID? <laughs> and she told me, and then I wrote it down and that's how we first started communicating was aim. So that is crazy. Uh, see, that's that. Okay, that is a yeah. geriatric, I have to say. I, I don't think I ever <laughs> I mean, that. I... Because uh, when I, after I graduated uh, high school, our, the thing was uh, online dating. Yeah. <laughs> that Literally how I, um, everybody else, like, has met, I guess, their SOs. Like, uh, date, I don't know. Like, by the time I was out of high school, I guess you met everybody through online dating. So, um, I'm like a little bit of the newer generation where everyone in your life is... Uh, connected connected really through social media and our teens were shaped by that yeah that's interesting anyway that was a fun segue um but i uh, my last (laughs) note on this was uh my last note is that i i do in high school 15 16 years old you know getting aol 4.0 and getting my my aol instant messenger account and going into chat rooms and you know, you could find chat rooms for North Carolina or, you know, for whatever things you wanted to talk about. And every five minutes, someone would type in ASL, age, sex, location. And if you got anyone anywhere close to whatever, then they would start chatting and whatever. And yeah, it was a thing. That was, Perfect. yeah, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. This is uh, Clancy Brown saying something. It's all the same. I'd like to ride along too. Yes, ma'am. Got a kid and a dog, why not a woman? There you go. Kid and a dog, why not a woman? All right, here we go. 18 seconds of Sam Rockwell being awesome. It's me. I'd start with your wife. You can be like this the whole trip, because if you are, we ain't going to have too many long conversations, are we? I should sing a song or something, cook some beans, do something useful. There you go. I love it. <laughs> so my wife says, "Yeah, go, go be useful or go cook the beans. Both. Go cook the beans and be useful. Be useful. <laughs> go start a fire." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Here's uh, here's a little bit of more. A little bit of more. A little bit more of. A little bit <laughs> yeah. more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're good. Uh, here's a little bit more of him. If there is such thing as a soul. This man had a good one. Please protect it. Made me feel better. The world was a better place for having him. Dust to dust, amen. How's that? Good words. Yeah, good words. If I die before you and Sam, I want you guys to re reenact that at my funeral. Yeah? Yeah, do that for me. All right. 
Just that little scene. That's it. I feel like we're going to do a lot more than that, Andrew. I'm just going to be honest. No, no. That's all. That's no. all I need. But I want you to wear what they're wearing. Oh, we have to. Well, I. You've seen me in my cowboy Ashless outfit. chaps. Uh, well, that's not yeah. what they're wearing, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be old and wrinkly. No one wants that. <laughs> of course, I'm a geriatric right now. Who knows? I guess I already am old and wrinkly. It's true. All right. It's true. <laughs> Uh, you have Advil, car Advil, purse Advil, home Advil. Okay, well, I work I, I do legit have a <laughs> bottle of ibuprofen that's in. I have one in my work bag, one in my office at work, and one here at the house. Uh, so yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I feel. Uh, so you do you carry peppermints in your pocket? I don't. I'm not that old. I don't carry candy. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Or the little strawberry candy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, are, that are just gross. No. Like, where does grandma get those? She always magically has yeah. them. Like, you, <laughs> like you can't candy. buy them. Like, no one knows where they are. Just, like, where are yeah. they? It's like it's like only sold to grandmas and grandpas. Yeah. It, yeah, there's a special section in Walgreens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. It, the or, grandparents section. Yeah, Eckerd's or Rite Aid or you know, a place that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Uh, all right. Uh, last clip. What'd she say? She says she came from a place above the stars. What does that mean? Another world. What do you What do you mean? What does that mean? Another, another what? Says you shouldn't talk. I mean, I shouldn't talk. I got questions. Do you You're guest of the chief. And now I'm a guest. I thought I was a prisoner. What do the hell am I? All right, you're both big men, great warriors. Can we just listen to the woman tell her story or whatever she is? What are they doing here? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. Everything about that scene is awesome. Okay. That's that time for this. No, this is where I say what? You didn't get the clip of uh, teaching Sam Rocco how to shoot? No, I didn't. He says, don't yank on it. It's not your pecker. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, That made me laugh a little No, bit. I didn't capture that. I should have. You're right. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, we're getting ready to play our game, and this week our game is sponsored by... If you enjoy Star Trek and you're not listening to Open Pike Night, you're missing out. Check out our Strange New World Season 1 retrospective on July 26th for our first call-in from one of the stars of the show. Hey guys, how's it going? This is Melissa Navia. Um, I play Ortegas. I don't know if... Uh... I don't know if I need to say that, but I have now said it. Um, so I've been meaning to do this for... A- and then August 9th, our interview with Melissa as she talks strange new worlds with the Open Pike Night crew. Find Open Pike Night free on your favorite podcatcher. All right, time to play Wait, Did You See? And this is the game, right? No, hey, did you notice? Gosh, I can't. It's literally written here, and I said everything <laughs> wrong. The game is called Hey, Did You What's Notice? What's the name of our game? I don't know. It's just something we've been doing for six months. Hey, did you notice? This is a game where Andrew has devised uh, five questions uh, based on things that happened in the movie. We would go back and forth, starting with MJ. And uh, if okay. MJ gets it right, she gets a point. If she doesn't, I can steal the point. Best out of five wins. And, of course, if you do win, you win... Ultimately, nothing. And that's okay. Bragging rights. Bragging rights. Because okay. um, I'm going to mail you stickers either way. So that's fine. Let's let's be real. I'm not going to win any. I'm not going to win this. Uh, you don't know. I, I have faith in you. All right, Andrew. That okay. makes one of us. <laughs> All right. So uh, first question goes to MJ. Okay. What is the name of the riverboat that the men take shelter during the rain that's upside down? Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that one. <laughs> 
It's like <laughs> printed on the side. Now it was upside down, so you had to like, you know, you had to be careful to read I it. I did but. not. If I did read it, I just it's not in my head. Like my memory went delete. Right. <laughs> just make up something. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like it was. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Sean. Oh, you got a chance to. I, I don't know what it is either. I'm gonna say uh, the USS Enterprise. The ship's name was Amazing Grace. Oh, that was the name of the ship. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Nice. Yeah. All right, Sean. This question goes to you. Okay. When Dollar Hyde is talking to Emmett and gives him his knife, he tells him the story about when he was a kid riding out with the garrison to meet the Apache. What was his job? While he was writing, uh, was it to was his job? His job was to uh, play the banjo for Team Morale. MJ, do you have a guess? <laughs> his uh, for what he was writing. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, he, he tells him I'm that try- he tells him the like story when he's writing out with his uh, dad with mm-hmm. the garrison to meet the Apache. And he says, this was my job. Or he said, he told me I had to do this while I did it. I think like trans, maybe, I don't know, transcribe their conversation. I'm not sure. It was uh, banging the drum. He said, it's oh. my job, my job to ride out there banging the drum. So, all right. Okay. No points so far. MJ, this question is yours. Where is all Jake's right. crew? Fixing to pack up and move off to when he goes to get them to fight the aliens. Oh, um, uh, Mexico. I forgot which, uh, what's it called? Oh my God. Which, uh, town? Um, it was one of those, uh, like tropical places, but it was Mexico. Sean? Uh, uh, Tijuana. Puerto Vallarta. Oh. Yeah, I was, see, I was going to say Puerto Vallarta, but I wasn't yep. sure. I was like, I'm probably hallucinating that. <laughs> All right. Still no points. Sean, this goes back to you. <clears throat> yep. Of the human items Jake finds on the, the spacecraft and where the uh, aliens are, are dissecting people, there are eyeglasses, pocket watches, a porcelain doll, and what other items? No, I only noticed the, the pocket watches and the glasses. It was another item. I don't know. What else would you find? Uh, uh, pocket knife seems too obvious. So I'll say, uh, I don't know, uh, the banjo that uh, Harrison Ford was supposed to be playing. <laughs> no banjo. MJ? Jeez. Um, I want to say shoes, but I could be wrong. Teeth. Oh, yeah! There were like five teeth sitting in within the the pocket watches and and glasses. That's gross. Oh, that's gross. All right, so we got one question left. <laughs> so <laughs> let's see if anybody can get this one. Uh, so this is Sean's, yes? Uh, no, Just it's her. It's MJ. I had. Oh, it's MJ. Yeah. Okay. All right, okay. MJ. What is the name of Doc's saloon? I don't know. <laughs> Paul Dano shoots the sign for like five minutes, and I I, I don't remember it either. Gosh, dang it! <laughs> it's like the whole like okay. To be fair, the whole like set is very intricate, and my eye is like, oh look at that. 
<laughs> I, I don't remember. No, neither of you have a guess. Uh, it was McAdoo's, no. just to be there. Yeah, it was the Gold Leaf. The Gold Leaf, nice. Gold. Yeah, leaf. I would never yeah. have guessed that in a thousand leaf years. Saloon. Um, so the, no, no question. <laughs> this is the first time on the show we have had no points scored whatsoever. Yeah, this is we're, first. We're, <laughs> Don't you usually have so, a bonus question, a tiebreaker? Well, I do, but this time I didn't really make it a question because I thought it would be way too difficult for anybody to get unless you read the trivia. Uh, but I did think this is really interesting trivia. So in the last scene, there is a cart that's shown on screen and it says Southland Ice Delivery Company. Mm-hmm. And it is the predecessor to what is now 7-Eleven. It was the company that started 7-Eleven. Interesting. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It is cool. And they started in the Old West as an ice delivery company. Oh, well, good for them. That's cool. Yeah. There was also another piece of trivia that I didn't catch, but I want to go back and watch it again because I didn't notice it until I read it in the trivia, that when the sheriff takes um, Jake's photo, takes his wanted poster down, there's another poster behind it, and it's a picture of John Favreau. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I did not notice I didn't that. Either. I didn't either. That's great. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember that scene. Uh, maybe that's in the extended cut. I don't know. All right. Well, we have no winner, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> that's the first. MJ's still the winner. Oh, she's still the winner, of course. And and we are winners because she oh. is on our show. So there we go. We are all <laughs> winners. Time for this. Top three. This is where we pick a, a category and uh, say our top three movies in that category. In this week, we decided to do genre combining films, meaning because this movie is a sci-fi and Western, what are other movies that you like that are uh, something and something else? Uh, and uh, MJ, would you like to go first? All right. I um, Okay. I kind of have a... I'm still trying to think of a third one but here's my first one wild wild west with um uh what's his will name? smith and uh, will know. smith because i was like i was talking because i was watching you know the movie and i was like i wonder if wild wild west is considered a western or like a sci-fi uh i think it yeah i because think it's it has, both like, yeah like robots and stuff. yeah it's very steampunk yeah. western so, yeah um, that's that's definitely <laughs> My mm-hmm. other one is Shaun of the Dead because it's horror yeah. comedy. Nice. It's good one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's so funny. <laughs> All right. Just uh, we'll okay. sit there. Maybe one of us will spark uh, another one for you uh, in your for your third one. Oh, oh you got, got it. One. All right. She's it. ready. Okay. Alien because it's all uh, like sci-fi horror. Oh, yeah. It is sci-fi yeah. horror. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sci-fi horror is a really fun genre because you you know the, obviously you have the alien movies, you have like Event Horizon. Um, yeah, yeah, I just thought about that too when she said alien because yeah. Event Horizon nope. was was the first one that that I like the first sci-fi horror film that I think I, I ever saw. Yeah, and then Nope too. Oh, which just came out. You guys. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the listeners. Yeah, it's kind of Western. Ho- horror or sci-fi maybe right i don't know um i don't know if it's i don't i mean is it western i don't maybe it's just suspense sci-fi 
It oh, it is suspenseful. Yeah, it's like it's it's horror, suspense, and sci-fi. Interesting. Gotcha. It's a lot. All right. Well, so I know that one of these is one that Andrew has on his list, which is why I put it on my list just to piss him off. Um, this is what happens when Andrew goes third is because I get to steal this movie. And now he's laughing because he knows exactly which I'm going to pick. And that is, of course, yes, I do. Bone Tomahawk, which is a horror Western. And you th- you mentioned, MJ, about a sound that sticks with you. If you have not seen mm-hmm. Bone Tomahawk, there is a sound in that movie that will stick with you for days after you watch it. <laughs> oh, I got to watch that one. Cause that's what, like, that's what happened. Like, as you were saying in, in this one with, uh, when the aliens yanking her body that mm-hmm. happened in Nope. And I got to watch this one for that. Cause it's like, it's like you sometimes don't need visuals. Yeah. It's just the sound. You, yeah, if you yeah. hear it, Oh, it's unsettling. And it, and especially if you're like in theater and you're listening to it as loud as possible and you could feel the vibrations in your body. Oh, no. Well, Bone Tomahawk like, doesn't just give you the audio. You get the visual, too. Oh, everything. Oh. Yeah. Is it and like- after that, you will never break a wishbone at Thanksgiving again. <laughs> That's so gross. Because anything, especially like cartilage, you know what he Yeah. Mean? There's Ooh, a lot cartilage. of everything in that in that scene that he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Go, go watch Bone Tomahawk. Cartilage. Yeah. 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 Cartilage, bone, cartilage skin, all of it. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. I go watch, watch it. Show. It's good. Uh, number two, Tucker and Dale versus Evil horror comedy. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's such a good yeah. one. Uh, yeah, I I thank this podcast for giving me Tucker and Dale versus Evil. And my mm-hmm. number one, which is uh, Down Periscope, which is a Navy comedy or military comedy. <laughs> Don't get those uh-huh. that combination very often. I love Down Periscope. I think it's great. All right, Andrew. Well, surprisingly, I had a feeling that you would choose Bone Tomahawk, so I did not put it on my list. What? Me steal that movie but from I'm, you? But I'm glad that. But I'm glad you brought it up because it is a good one. Yeah. Um. So I have Sweeney Todd, a horror musical. Nice. Which you don't oh, see that often. Yes, I love that yeah. movie. I have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is a horror slash superhero film. I guess. Yeah. Could say. Yeah, it was. I was yeah. not expecting it to be horror because my kids were. I took my kids and they were scared. And I was like, yeah. "Oh no!" Yeah, Sam Raimi said he was going to try to do a PG thirteen horror film. Yeah, and then number one, I have a different Western sci fi, and that is Back to the Future three. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah definitely mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. That's good. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Twitter did not uh, offer us much, but that's okay. It's well, it, it's never going to offer. Well, it just depends. Like sometimes I'll, I'll post, you know, hey, this is our top three, and I'll get twenty categories. But this was kind of a weird category. So uh, the uh, pontification incarnate, uh, his his Twitter handle is at self shoots, gave us Dawn of the Dead. So I guess that's horror slash suspense because that movie like. That's a movie that completely changes direction, you know, halfway through, where it's like a suspense movie, and then boom, it's vampires and stuff. Uh, and then Tabs from Happy Hour Tabs, or from the Happy Hour podcast, who we had on not that long ago, um, offered, offered. Uh, let's see, she says, sorry, I got distracted by things. Tucker and Dale versus Evil, Cooties, Ready or Not, Freaky Friday, and Jennifer's Body. 
Oh, with Jennifer's body, speaking of, because we said uh, uh, movies that have two genres, would Jennifer's body be one? Because it's like horror, but it's like not. Yeah, I think I've not seen that movie. So I guess maybe maybe it's like a horror comedy. I don't know. I have not seen it, but I would think it's a horror. comedy. But I think like all of hers were horror comedy. I think that was the point because she posted because I think that's Mm -hmm. literally what she said, like her favorite genre that cross genre was horror comedy. And then I said, well, what movies would you, which, which movies would you pick? Yeah, so I think she picked all of them. And then I, I gave her a hard time. I was like, well, you gave me five movies, but it's a top three. She says, I don't follow the rules. I am a rule breaker. So yes, <laughs> that like is her. great. Uh, all right. Uh, time for this. Speaking of uh, Paul Dano and Swiss army man, this is where we give this movie uh-huh. a score from zero to ten, and uh, we will start with Andrew. Well, it sits at a six point zero out of ten on IMDb, um, and that tells me that more people than you think said eh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I'm. I don't think it's quite that high, to be honest. I, I don't know that I would put it at a six, but eh, a five point. Six. We'll keep the six in there somewhere. Right. 5.6 out of 10 for me. Okay. MJ. Mine is eight out of 10. Like I said, I cackle a lot. Like I ugly laugh. <laughs> and if you've listened to Spooky Tales, you know how that goes. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, I don't like it that much, but I like it a lot. I like this movie a lot. I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, I have a good time with this movie. I think it's good. Uh, I've had many arguments with uh, several other friends. Uh, I have a friend of mine who was, uh, he used to be a listener to the show. I don't know if he still does or not, but he said, he, he honestly thinks that this is the worst movie this he's ever seen. This is Cheap Seat to which I which, which I say, you have not watched a lot of movies. Uh, yeah, he really hasn't because uh, the worst movie I've seen um, lately has been, oh god, what was that? Malignant? Yeah, I know a lot of uh, horror fans that do not like that movie. I hate. But like I, it was. I I liked his other movie. Uh, We we liked um, Midsummer. No, 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 not not Malignant. Sorry, he did Midsummer and Hereditary, not Malignant. I've not seen Malignant or, sorry, wrong guy. I don't want to get yelled at by the horror fans. Midsummer is good though. I haven't seen Midsummer. Malignant is terrible. Yeah, I um I see like that's the thing like um. I I love horror, obviously. I love anything paranormal, but I fall asleep to ninety nine percent of horror. <laughs> like I will put a horror film on and fall asleep nice. like a baby. Like that's just the way it is. I don't get scared, so um, <clears throat> that's why I liked liked Nope. Like I'm, you're gonna hear me talk on Twitter and everything about Nope because it was the first film in like over a decade that I'm like, yeah. You got me, and you got me good. You scared me um, because everything else, I literally will fall asleep to. Like every horror film that has come out in the past decade, I am fighting my sleep so bad. Nice. <laughs> okay, well, that's it. That's our show. MJ, please again tell our listeners where they can find your show. Um, on any streaming service um where you listen to your podcast and you can find us on all the social medias 
or go to spookytales.com directly and yeah. Yeah, do give them a listen. It's good stuff. I really It's it's not kid friendly or work sure. safe, I don't think. We drop a lot of <laughs> It's okay. Uh and it's perfectly fine. So not while you're driving the kids to school. No. Not when you okay. no. And okay. on top of that, some some stories um I've heard really get people. We do talk about like demonic possession. And, uh, and we do talk about like certain, um, things that are supposed to, uh, I don't know if you, if you ever heard like lore or like stories from different cultures, but mm-hmm. if you think of certain entities, they can smell your thoughts and they know that you're thinking of them. And, um, so be warned for people who are really into this stuff that <laughs> me and Christina have had some crazy stuff happen. And some listeners have even said in certain topics that we talk about strange things happen to them while they listen. Um, like, uh, we have a story of El Waichivo, which basically means a witch, um, goat, um, <laughs> a rough translation. And while we were researching that, me and Christina, by the way, I live in California. She lives in Washington. So, you know, a lot of land separating us. And um, we were both experiencing similar things in our home. I live on the second floor. I was hearing knocking on my wall. My books off my bookshelf were falling. And me and Christina had nightmares on the same days about the same things. It was wow. Wow. I'm mostly atheist. And it even got me, you guys. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm agnostic now. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for that. And again, you're, uh, I'll put your links to your to your show in our show notes. That's going to do it. I'm so, uh, again, thank you so much, MJ, for uh, coming on the show. This was uh, an absolute uh, yeah. pleasure. And I'm really glad that you uh, were able to find the time to squeeze us in your busy schedule. Thanks for. Yeah, we have to, we have to do Absolutely. This yeah, thanks I for, have a whole list of Oh, movies. yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, <laughs> thanks for being a part of our posse tonight. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey. We we started the the show talking about boners, so I thought it would be good to end with posse. Nice. All right, awesome. <laughs> one of us, one of us. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you for that, Andrew. Um <laughs> uh, sorry. No, it's fine. It you just you joke, just gave me whatever. the name of the po- the podcast. I like it. So, Next week, or what is it called? Squad. That's what the kids oh, say yeah. nowadays, right? That's yeah. like squad. Yeah, squad. We squatted up tonight. I don't. Whatever that <laughs> uh, next week or next, yeah, next week our episode will be speaking of westerns. We're doing another western, uh, and also speaking of Sam Raimi, we are doing the Sam Raimi western, The Quick and the Dead. And I am very much looking forward to doing that with Hammond Chamberlain, who is a podcaster extraordinaire and producer. Uh, he was the, he was one of the producers on the America's Next Top Podcaster competition that I was on. So if you've listened to that show, you've heard his voice already. So very much looking forward to that. The Quick and the Dead. Next week, coming to you very fast. In the meantime, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com. There you'll find links to all of our other social medias. Go to patreon.com slash cheapseatreviews. Throw a couple, you know, throw a buck at us. We have two tiers, well, a $1 tier and a $5 tier. Anything will help. It would be super awesome if uh, if you've been listening to the show for 400 episodes, maybe throw a buck or two our way. That you, may have, <laughs> you may have a couple of tiers if you've been listening to all those episodes. Well, that's true. Uh, Sorry, that was another <laughs> yeah. bad joke. T E A R S. I'm with you. 
these are the jokes, ladies and gentlemen. But if you've been listening to us this long, you know that. Uh, again, geriatric jokes. Yes. <laughs> um, but again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, all of your support has been amazing. Uh, I don't expect everybody to go back and listen to all 400 episodes. But if you do, they are there on our website, cheapsreviews.libsyn.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. I will interact with you. If you have a request, let me know. Uh, that's going to do it. So on behalf of uh, MJ and Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.